Guns. He had tried to kill her, and she didn't know his name. Crazy. As crazy as the doctors here sometimes called her. Not to her face. They were always gentle and kind to her face. But she had heard Pierce laugh and whisper behind her back. She wasn't crazy, and she wouldn't let them put her to death like some rabid dog. The man who had tried to kill her must have reached the second flight of stairs by now. She opened the linen closet door and flew to the freight elevator around the corner. She punched the button for the basement. Slow. The elevator was so slow. What if he found she wasn't in the stairwell or the lobby and ran down to the basement? He could be waiting for her when the elevator door opened. The elevator stopped. She held her breath, bracing herself. No one. The parking garage was brightly lit, but there were no security guards or parking attendants. Billy had told her that the area closed down at ten at night and she should be safe. Relief flooded her as she punched the elevator button to send it to the top floor before she left. She ran toward the door that led upstairs to the parking lot. Unlocked, as Billy had told her it would be. One flight upstairs, then another unlocked door that opened to the rear grounds of the hospital. The hospital was built on the edge of a cliff above the sea, and she could hear the sound of the surf on the rocks below. Freedom was beckoning. Why not try to just keep on running? No. Billy had told her that they would catch her if she took this way out. Red herring, he had said. Be clever. Trust me. But she was so afraid. She turned away from the cliff and back toward the corridor. She deliberately left the door cracked open so that they would think she'd already left the hospital. Then she ran back toward the elevators. Red herring. Go back upstairs to the third floor where Billy would meet her. Billy would help her. Trust him. Run. Billy had worked his magic. He had not asked questions, had not even let her speak. He had just grabbed her hand and pulled her into the room. He had told her exactly what they would have to do to get her away, and they had done it. A few minutes after she entered the room, she was outside the gates of the hospital. Then she was running across the manicured green lawns toward the woods. Her heart was beating hard as she reached the shelter of the trees. No one was behind her. Free. But she had to do everything Billy had told her to do. Make the call. She reached into her jacket pocket and drew out the prepaid phone Billy had given her and dialed the number. I'm in the woods, Billy. I'm making my way toward that motel you told me about, where the Greyhound bus stops. I don't think I was followed. She drew a long breath. You were right. There was a man. He was going to kill me. I told you that I thought it would be tonight, after I overheard that last phone call. You should have believed me. It didn't make sense. Why would they want to kill me? And why now? I've been here at the hospital for years. I don't know, Beth. Stop asking questions and concentrate on just getting away. But you've got to remember everything I told you. From now on, don't trust anyone. Not even me. Of course I trust you. If she didn't trust Billy, then she was absolutely alone, and the thought frightened her. That's over. You can't trust me any longer. I won't let them catch you by using me. You're safer if you realize you can't depend on anyone but yourself. Are you at the motel yet? There should be a bus leaving there in ten minutes. 
I think I see the neon sign. Hurry. You have to get out of the area right away. They'll be searching the grounds for you for quite a while. They won't expect you to have a plan. No. Why expect a plan from a crazy woman, she thought bitterly. I'll call you when I reach. Don't call me. I won't answer. You're on your own. He hung up. On her own. The words sent panic racing through her. Billy was the only one at the hospital who cared anything about her. He had helped her shake off the drugs, talked to her, made her aware of what they were doing to her. If she didn't have Billy, she had no one. She could see the Greyhound bus drawn up before the motel entrance. She started toward the bus at a dead run. She was not going to miss that bus. It was going to take her to a new life, a new start. Lake Cottage, Atlanta, Georgia.